Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you weren't around in the heady days of the 1970s, the new documentary Red Mole, a romance, may seem like a report from another world. New Zealand was sharply divided between an older generation rendered conservative by three wars and the Great Depression and a younger one itching to break free. Growing up, there were very, very few people doing what my parents did. I have been visited by extraterrestrial creatures. They didn't know what they wanted. They did know they wanted to find it themselves. It was the age of rock and roll, performance poetry, sex and drugs and protest. What were people like poet and playwright Alan Brunton protesting about? What have you got? We're a group of evangelicals uh, who are touring around the nation with the wrath of God in us at the moment, proclaiming the second coming and the vague hope that the second coming might come. Annie Goldson's documentary of what came next is particularly fascinating because much of it was filmed at the time and much of it by Alan himself. Back then, that was all but unheard of. Alan was a product of 70s university life. He and his girlfriend Sally Rodwell were fringe before such a thing existed. And all they needed was one more ingredient. And I must have been... 15... Sally was flamboyant and and gorgeous and charismatic as she was. At one point, she kept saying, throw her higher, higher. Her name was Deborah Hunt, and she was a force of nature. Acrobat, fire eater, puppeteer, you name it, she could do it. Based around those three, Red Mole was born and they went on the road. We were sort of a little bit like rock and roll theatre. We were living what we wanted to do, and we were entertaining people, and we were gaining audiences. Astonishingly, well, astonishingly now maybe, they got big audiences. In those pre-internet years, there wasn't much competition maybe. And out in the regions, as band Blurter, comedian Fred Dagg and poet Sam Hunt had discovered, people would come out for anything that smacked of novelty. Alan, Sally, Deborah, we called them the Gang of Three. Success didn't really generate a lot of money. Credit cards. How could you turn your back on a way to get more cash in your pocket than any other way you could come up with? It possibly added to the allure of Red Mole that some of the women often performed topless. It certainly helped that the troupe now included some crack musicians who later had their own career in the States as the Drongos. Was there ever a more 70s Kiwi band name than that? and seeing the skyline was amazing and was suddenly, as you are driving, suddenly you're in Manhattan. Fired up by their local success, Red Mole took off to New York City. No one could accuse them of thinking small. Once there, their career was a roller coaster ride of success and disaster. In the film narrated by Alan and Sally's daughter Ruby walking in her parents' footsteps. Can't imagine a radical theatre company from New Zealand coming over and making a theatre in Times Square now. There are some astonishingly good reviews from 
hard-nosed New York reviewers. Offering a useful overview to Red Molar Romance is commentator Nick Bollinger, who knows this territory better than most. He captures the mood of the time, the freedom of just enough money to live on, and the determination never to settle for the mundane. Red Mole even had a manifesto. I'm going to read it to you, Annie. To keep the romance alive, to escape programmed behaviour by remaining erratic, to preserve the unclear and inexplicit idioms of everyday speech. Manifestos were not uncommon at the time, many even less coherent than red moles. Intent was the point, though, and in this case, they had too much going on to give up halfway. To abhor the domination of any person over any other and to expend energy. And I mean, Red Mole expended energy like almost like no other theatre company I've ever known. Let me speak. I have something to say. It says a lot about the group and the typical New Zealand attitudes of the time, maybe, that every time Red Mole were in danger of real international success, they, usually Alan, would find some way to sabotage it. We kind of reached a point of exhaustion. <laughs> I thought I'd finished with all this. I was shocked. I was surprised. People getting pregnant is normal life, and we didn't live normal life. The one thing that endured the romance, if you like, was the love between Alan and Sally that ended only when death did them part. Red Molar Romance is more a string of events than a strong narrative, maybe. When I arrived, I saw that mum had completely changed. I didn't recognise it. But one thing is undeniable. Red Mole paved the way for many successful New Zealand acts that followed. Flight of the Concords, Taika Waititi, Fat Freddy's Drop, Lord and the rest. If only someone had told them. I think a cultural panorama is constantly changing. And Red Mole was part of that change. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.